You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me again. Today is Monday. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Seven Transformations podcast. We are getting right in it. The title of this podcast is exactly what we are talking about today and the last few episodes. If you've been tuning in for spiritual plumbing, this is this is my idea. This has been a work in progress in the last year and a half, so to speak. Uh, but really, it's been it's been going on for a while in my life, and I'm finally articulating it. I've created a workshop to share my thoughts on empowerment and to help me articulate a book that I want to write on a system of navigating situations that rob you of power and how to get back into power, how to basically go through a systemized approach to be aware as well as to engage your vulnerability, your ability to open your heart, your mind into the situation and and get back to power because life life is about having power to be free. And that's what, if you listen to episode 41, that's why I describe my idea of empowerment, which is basically just freedom. Freedom to be yourself, freedom to do what you want to do, freedom to have what you want to have. And today we're going to talk about, this is kind of the, the final episode here in this series of four or five that I've, I've done on the matter. So if you haven't listened to those, check them out. I started with episode 41, then you've got 45, 47, 49, and, uh, and 51, I think. So I want to double check those, but they're all spiritual plumbing. So check them out. If you have been listening, let's review really quick. You know, you've got seven major domains of life. You know, that's, that's the idea. You have seven major domains of life and they are nothing new. It's Maslow's pyramid of human needs. It's the seven chakras. It's, it's all that good stuff. It's your three brains, you know, your, your lizard brain, your mammalian brain, your, your neocortex, your higher thinking brain. So you got seven domains, you know, and these domains are constantly working in your life and there are constant situations that pull you, pull your energy, pull your power away. And, and that's normal. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's part of life. It is when that power stays there, particularly because as you listened in the last episode, there's a benefit. There's a benefit of being safe from something, either taking responsibility, being safe from our own emotions of fear and shame and guilt, being safe from having to be wrong, whatever it is. There's some kind of safety net that it is, you know, we're holding on to subconsciously to stay disempowered. So utilizing our awareness, we can begin to map our behavior, our feelings, our state of being, and then match it to where those areas are losing power. So that's what that chart was in the in the last episode I put it in the show notes. You can start to map out. And again, it's not perfect. You know, there's a million words to describe a situation, but it's a way to help you map out where you're losing power and particularly once you've identified and let go of having to be safe in a particular area, it helps you also create a future based on the actions and state of being that you want to return power. If you remember spiritual plumbing is 
there's a pipe, there's an energy pipe in your body. And if it's bringing a leak, what do you do? You cover it up, you bring it back in. If it's blocked up, you push it through, you, you let it go, you know? So when you're at that stage, when you've let go of this disempowering situation, you don't want to keep it around anymore. You are done being safe. You're willing to be open and vulnerable and you are ready to go forward. That is the stage when you start creating a new future with empowering actions. You know, again, if you're, if your power is leaking through domain number one, which is trust and it's issues of safety, limiting beliefs of being in danger, all these kinds of things. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to be safe anymore or whatever. I want to create a future now. Okay. Well, what are some things I can do? Well, relax, be mindful, meditate, you know, let go of the situation. So those are actions that help you create that next empowering future. Because when you do that, you do feel power. And how you feel power, I've labeled it as peace. So once we get back to power, once that pipe is flowing and it is free and clear, I've given seven distinct experiences to those each of those domains. So basically, empowerment is freedom. That's That's the main idea. But how it feels like, how we experience it also through these seven different domains, when they are transformed, when we are back in power, I've given them a word to help you get direction, as well as what we'll talk about in this episode, which is very important, to give you a life purpose, to give you some some direction. So, you know, let's go through the seven spaces. I'm going to have a couple things in this episode. We're going to go through the seven spaces, which is what does it look like when we're empowered in each space? And particularly also, what actions can we do, assuming you're ready to move forward and get back into power? What actions can we do to get into that space? So the first space is peace. That is when we transform trust, our relationship to control and what we can control, what we can trust. We create a space of peace. When we let go of control of a particular situation or a person, when we let go of expectations, when we let go of fears, of future worries, you know, of preoccupation, trusting in the right places and the right people, those kind of things create peace. The second space is creativity. You know, this is, this is an interesting, interesting space, and I talked about it in one of the previous episodes, because... In the chakra system, it's related to your sexual organs, your sexual energy. And a lot of people don't immediately see the connection there. But there is a connection because on a primal level, that's your desire to procreate, to bring new life into the world. But as complex human beings, we are creating things all the time. We're creating ideas, businesses, groups of people, uh, movements, art, whatever. We have a different outlet for our creative energy just than procreation. So, you know, if you think about it also, your sexual organs create the hormones, which create mood and energy and power and, you know, your sexuality, which is, you know, basically pursuit, you know, pursuing different things. So there's a lot there, you know, intimacy, connection, being, having self-love, there, there's a lot in there. So when I say the word creativity, what I mean is that that space, when you are in alignment with that area and you are balancing your healthy connections with yourself, with others, you have good intimacy, not not sexually, but just your sense of sensuality with life. You're channeling your energy in a productive way. You've found your passion. Then you create a space for creativity. So, you know, things like 
like I said, channeling your energy in a direction that's important to you. Learning something new that you love and following it. There's a there's a concept in Japan called Ikigai, I-K-I-G-A-I, if you haven't heard it. It is a four-circle Venn diagram that basically in the middle is Ikigai. That's what you want, which is doing what's needed, doing what you love, doing what you're good at, and doing what pays the bills. So all four of those, if they intersect, you get Ikigai. So that's that to me relates to this space is when you've you've mastered your creative energy in a way that is productive for society it's something that you love it's something that you're good at you know and it's something that is that is also paying you well so that you aren't burning yourself out and creating unhealthy energy exchanges so the third space is confidence and this is when leadership i say it's the domain of leadership because this space is more about your identity. It is the physical presence you show up in the world, who you are, are you independent, are you codependent, are you balancing your strength of your mind and your body, are you cooperating with others? It has to do with those kinds of things, your identity, yourself. And not in a selfish way, but really it's the self that exists as a separate unit in the world. And I say leadership because to me leadership is balancing independence with cooperation. You know, all these things are are dualities, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But these domains aren't just one-sided. They are like a, a duality, a, a domain of two extreme points. On one side, you've got independence, you know, and on the other side, you've got cooperation. You know, if, if it's out of balance, cooperation turns to codependence. You know, if you think about being too dependent on other people, that's codependence. That's a leak. You know, that's that's a energy leaking outward. If, you know, on the other side, you've got, you know, a blockage or something, you you have this sense of smallness, of meekness, I say. It's, it's like a sense of I'm weak or incapable. You know, you doubt yourself. There's an emotion of doubt there. So when we take the lead, even though we don't have to, when we cooperate with others, when we connect to something greater like a cause with our mind, when we own our choices, our consequence, when we initiate, when we're diligent, when we follow through, these types of things are what develop our leadership and consequently our confidence, your space for confidence when you are following through in the world through your actions and your body. So that's really an important area as well. And they're all important, obviously. So the fourth one, the fourth space is, and again, there's a handout. I forgot to mention this, my bad, but there's a handout on the show notes, just like the other episodes. This one will have the seven spaces for your reference. So the fourth one is the center around your heart, which is the domain of service, your ability to practice courage and generosity, as well as set healthy boundaries. So when that space is in balance, it creates the space for what I say is heart. And I love the word heart because it's very primal. You know, like you hear the word heart. I thought about a lot of different words. This took me a while to pick the words that I wanted. You know, I thought about abundance. I thought about love. I thought about, you know, generosity, gratitude, all these things. And really, I like the word heart because if you're if you're my age or older and you remember the Care Bears, you know, or Captain Planet when they would channel the heart energy. And it was so primal because you knew you know what a heart is you know where it is you know what it feels like you know what it looks like 
So heart is, you know, when somebody's doing something with heart, they really care. They're really putting themselves 100% in it. They're investing themselves in it. And that's what being, being in a space of heart is. It's courageous. It's generous. You know, it is giving in that sense. So, and also there's a point in there about setting healthy boundaries too. And that's, that's part of it. So moving upward into the fifth domain, which is expression. You know, this is balancing your ability to be authentic and say what's on your mind and express yourself as well as condensing and communicating what's inside clearly. You know, a lot of times when you, when you think of energy leaking in that area, being too excessive, what does that sound like? Well, somebody who complains a lot, somebody who's toxic, who is preaching, who's dogmatic all the time, maybe, or they just ramble on. They don't know, you know, what they're talking about. They're not concise. They don't have a direction to what they're talking about. Or somebody who's inhibited, who's shy, who doesn't like to talk about anything, you know, in, in that sense regarding to what's important to them, but they actually maybe have a lot to say. So, you know, what it comes down to is that when this is transformed, when these things are balanced out, you have a space for voice, another very primal word. It gets right down to it. Your voice is your courage in expressing what is inside. You know, these are all related. Like what you feel in your heart has to come out through your throat. It is your voice in the world. When you share ideas, when you share your emotions, when you share whatever's on your mind, when you communicate in writing, you know, when you're specific, you know, those types of things really empower you to have a voice. So the sixth one is the domain of thinking. And this is our mind area, obviously. This is about, again, this is all intuitive to me. I mean, you have energy that leaks outward too much, or it's, it's not flowing through enough. So if we look at that through the lens of the mind, if energy is leaking out too much, that's somebody who's very distracted. They're all over the place. They're not focused. They're aloof. Somebody who is blocked up, what does that look like in the area of the mind? Well, in thinking, right? So to use that word. Well, that may look like judgmentalism. That may look like being trying to be right all the time about it, closed-mindedness, stubborn, those kind of things. So we want to balance having an open mind, but not too open that it falls out of your head. So when you create a solution, when you see things creatively, when you use your intuition, when we use the mind to be aware, to focus, to create things, the mind is very powerful. And when we use it to empower ourselves, then we have vision, which is the sixth space. Vision is your ability to see, you know, and, and a lot of in the chakra system, this is also your third eye, your ability to use your intuition. But I also think of it as your ability to visualize your future, to create possibilities, to see, to think creatively. You know, your second space, which is creativity, that's your energy. That is the domain of energy. That's your physical creative process, your physical creative energy that goes into everything you do. But your mind plays a big role in creative thinking and being creative. And that doesn't mean artistically creative, but it means looking at situations from a different point of view, seeing how things are related, you know, thinking creatively in a solution way, that kind of thing. So the final space, which is number seven, it's 
the domain of spirituality. And this is, you know, your higher, higher order thinking, higher order stuff. And it's not like one is better than the other. There's just different layers to the, to the same cake. So your spirituality realm, when it's out of balance, you know, you, you experience things like cynicism. It's a deep, you know, doubt of, of anything. You know, you, you don't see the purpose in anything. You don't see the bigger picture. Everything is just as it is. There's no, you know, you're bored. You're complacent. There's no connection to something greater. And I'm not saying that you need to have one, but it's certainly not empowering when you lack a purpose. And that is one of the key ingredients to a healthy life that's been researched over and over again is to have some sense of integration with society, with the universe, with with your purpose. And that's why the space, the seventh space, space I just had a little lisp there, is purpose. The seventh space, when you're balancing your ability to see the bigger picture, to surrender to the universe, but also to create, you know, a purpose and a vision, you have, you have that direction, you have that purpose. There is a, there is a direct line from you to the cosmos. You see that there is a purpose to everything, you know, and that is an inescapable part of our reality. You know, there's times when you should look at a situation and see how meaningless it is because it'll help you detract from a disempowering meaning that you're creating. But we are beings that live in purpose. We live in the future. We live in the past. We live in meaning. And meaning is not a bad thing if you can use it to your advantage to create power. When you create a meaning out of something, out of a direction that gives you purpose, it is very empowering. You feel alive. And it's enough to give you a reward despite the physical conditions that may be very difficult. You know, the things that are most rewarding are very challenging by very many means that they're not comfortable. So you need a, an ability to create purpose that's, that's very strong. That's your why. This is your why area. You, know, you hear about finding your why, discovering your why. This is the area that we're talking about. When you have surrendered your cynicism, when you have taken on life from being bored and actually engaged yourself, your passions, your direction, your future, the meaning of your life, when you've engaged that and tried to look at what it is to you, why are you here? That's the ultimate question. And there is no right answer. But there is one answer that you can create, and you can reinvent that as you go through life. But that is when your space is free and clear. And the key, so we've we've identified now, okay, the seven spaces. We've identified the, the these seven transformations that happen. The transformation from trust to peace, the transformation of your energy to creativity, of leadership to confidence, of service to heart, of expression to voice of thinking to vision, and of spirituality to purpose. So these are seven domains that we are transforming all the time. And the key here of the next part, of the final part that I wanted to include in this episode and to kind of close this series, is that we all have an area that we are continually challenged in. You know, after I've set this up in the workshop, I also introduced the idea of a karmic transformation. There's one area, one of the domains that tends to follow you through life. And why that's important is that 
it allows you to begin to see the cycle that you are trapped in. You know, a lot of these domains, they all, they all work in duality. You know, so, for example, you know, we talked about thinking, the domain of thinking. Make sure that you are aware and focused, but not so focused that you're hanging on to your judgment of reality. Be open with your mind, but not so open that you're aloof and distracted and losing energy through there, you know, because that contributes to your lack of direction and purpose and all the other stuff. They're all related. So what tends to happen is we ping pong between those two. Everybody that I've ever talked to, including myself in, in this matter, there's always something that happens when we're young and it elicits a particular response. We either shut down in some way or, you know, something happens. We have an emotion that's very powerful and it puts us in this spinning cycle, you know, and for some people it may be a cycle of shame. For some people it may be guilt. It may be, you know, feeling afraid to risk anything, feeling, you know, weak and incapable. Whatever it is, that's what all these charts are for, is to help you start identifying those situations. And while we all get disempowered, you know, in multiple areas, like your mind, your expression, your ability to risk, your leadership, all that stuff, in general, there's one, situ one domain that follows you throughout life. And this is where your awareness can come in play to identify that cycle. What is it to you? What is that cycle that you're trapped in. Let's say you're trapped in a cycle of people-pleasing and then getting into scarcity mode, which is the fourth domain. That's your fourth, uh, fourth chakra, right? So if we look at that, you know, let's say on one end you, I don't know, something happened and you feel like you need to peel, uh, please people when you're little. So you grow up to be a people-pleaser. You grow up that you have to be nice to everybody because you're just ruled by guilt and shame if you don't. You know, what is that going to mean? Whatever. Who knows? So on one end, you're leaking energy in that domain of service. And what does that naturally do? Well, you overextend yourself, so then you get into scarcity mode. Let's say you like lending all your friends money, but then now you're poor and you can't afford food, so now you're in shortage, and you come, you know, you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I, I need to conserve. I can't, I can't talk to anybody. So you ping pong between these two energy fields, these two energy, one of them's blocked up, one of them's too much. So the point is to come to that middle, that space for heart, where you do everything with heart, where you, you can close boundaries with heart, and you're also fully invested. You, know, you put your heart into everything you do. And that takes time. That takes time in, number one, realizing that all your situations, the major ones that come in your life, fall under one domain. And they're there because... They're eliciting, they're trying to elicit a different choice from you. They're trying to make you make a different choice. And when you start making a different choice, that's when your creative energy, when your life just frees up. Not only do you come back to power, you start walking your destiny. This is something I've experienced. And you have to identify what it is for you. This whole set of stuff that I have here, it is just a tool to help you identify what is this cycle that's ruling you. You know, for me, it was shame. And I'll, I'll be honest with that. Shame was a powerful emotion in my life. Feeling left out, feeling disconnected, feeling like I'm wrong all the time, uh, you know, feeling bad, those kinds of types of situations 
ruled a lot of my reactions to things, my, my interactions. So it was a constant cycle. And when I started to let that go, my creativity just skyrocketed. You know, I, I do music, I write, I have this podcast, I am a full-time professional dancer. You know, I, I, I just, creativity is abundant the more I let go of that stuff. So you have to find what it is that domain. And when you transform it, you start to realize what space you are that you can actualize your life purpose. And this is what I call healing. This is the final part. And healing is one of those woo-woo words that seems like it's way out there. But consider this definition. Healing is just the completion or the filling of a space. If you think about your stomach, everything is a space. You know, just because something gets healed doesn't mean it's incomplete in any way. Your stomach is empty, but that doesn't make it incomplete. A cup is empty. It doesn't make it incomplete. It is a space for food, for liquid, whatever. So when that space gets filled, the stomach has met its purpose. It is a space for food to come in there. And you can even extrapolate it later. It's a space for comfort as a result of eating food. It's a space for health as a result of eating food. So when, when we look at our lives and we see these cycles that keep spinning us around. If your area, if your domain that you're spinning around is, is in the area of trust, in all the situations in your life, you realize that they have come around that domain of basically trust and when to control and what not to control and who to trust and what not to trust healthy ways. When you realize that and you realize that you become a space for peace, that space is your gift because that's, that is, you are a space for peace to be set upon and to be given to other people. You know, everything you do, when you are in alignment, you are a space for that comfort and that peace to be for people to be around you. You know, to inspire others with peace and for comfort and stability. You know, and that is your truest gift because when you overcome what it is you need to overcome, that story becomes very real to you. And it is real. It's your truth. That is your truth. The karmic transformation is what reveals your truth. What is your truth in this world? And that is what connects to purpose. You know, so ultimately, this is about looking at the challenges in your life, not as something, you know, negative, even though maybe in the moment they are. They are also your window into the most bountiful and beautiful and rewarding life there is because we don't live in a vacuum. The most rewarding things in life are when we connect and give to other people. And when you have found that ultimate truth that has become true to you, that has become, you know, your life story, the challenge that you overcame, that you can relate to people, that is something that you share and you create from that space. You know, whatever it is, it could be, if your space is peace, you know, that's your truth that you've found. You could create a bakery, you could create a clothing store, you could create, it doesn't matter. It's that energy, that empowerment is going to be the, the, the color of what you're doing. And that's the whole point, is that your wounds become your gifts. So that seems like a very awkward thing or maybe, you know, nonsensical, but it really is. You know, like, for example, I dealt with anxiety attacks like crazy 
you know, in, in college. I mean, I went to like the emergency room thinking I was going to die. They put me on some Ativan and that gave me even worse. It was, I've, I know what it's like. I know a hundred percent what it's like for somebody to have anxiety, like panic attacks, full blown heart pounding panic attacks. I had them for a while and I trained myself out of it. So when I talk to somebody about that, it is a real experience. It is something I can relate to. You can only give what you have. You can only give what you have. Think about that. So if I own something 50%, I can only give 50%. You know, if I own an experience 50%, I can give you something, but it's not going to be 100% of that truth, at least my truth. If you remember the episode, two episodes ago, uh, you know, we talked about truth being relative and very limited, obviously. But, you know, for your truth, for that little slice, make it 100%. Because it's already a tiny percentage. But at least if you can make your slice 100% based on what you lived, that's all you can give. You can give your truth. And when you give your truth, you change someone else's life. You also change yours because the universe wants you to give your truth. That is... The main lesson here, all these karmic transformations, all these patterns that we're coming out of, they are designed so that we can pass on our truth forward and improve the next generation. That is life. That is life passing its information forward. Information is not just through genetics. It's through epigenetics too. It's through things that happen in the environment. So guess what? When you talk to somebody, when you share, when you shape their life, they are changing their genes. You are changing their information with your information. You don't even have to copulate with them. It's, you know, it's it's crazy. So we shape everything around us constantly. So your truth, just like this truth for me, this is, you know, this system that I'm developing, this is one of my truths, and I'm sharing it with you because I've experienced it in my own way. There's nothing new about seven points on your body that rule different parts. This has all been there for a while, but... This is my way of explaining it. It's my particular experience of losing power, coming back to power, and seeing something greater out of it. So find out what your space is. Find out what you are a space for. Think of yourself as a space. Everything in the universe is space. You know, we tend to look at the hardness of things, what they are physically. We look at their objectivity. You know, like I look at my table as a physical table, but really it's a space for food. You can look at anything from the perspective of space. A USB is a, a little drive, or it's actually a space for information. And in reality, that USB is actually 99% space anyway. It just looks solid. But our atoms are mostly space. So really, it's mind-blowing. Everything is space. That's all it is. It's a space for something else. So when you look at it that way, it gives you a powerful insight into your actions, into your future, into life purpose, into transformation. So I hope that this has been useful. You know, this was a fun experiment for me to try and put these episodes together in a series. I've never done it. And this idea of the seven transformations, it took me, you know, this is about seven months now to really articulate this. I'm really excited to be able to share it with you. I haven't done the workshop yet, so you guys are actually my guinea pigs. I've shared this with you 
before I've done this workshop. And I plan on doing like a three hour workshop with this. So and all the handouts you see, that's what that's for. So thank you so much. I hope that this has been helpful. I hope these episodes have given you some insight into your life, into what empowerment means. I use it as a daily evaluation for my decisions, for the relationships I have. Don't stay disempowered. Don't quit. Don't wallow in anything. Try to get back into action. Utilize your awareness and your vulnerability so that you can engage your heart and your head in a productive manner so you can get back to living a life that you love. Life and time is short, man. It is short. It goes by like this. And one minute, it's all gone. So it doesn't matter your best day in the world or your worst day in the world. It's still going to be gone the same speed. The key is the process. It is your ability to continually maintain yourself at a level of power and appreciation and vulnerability and openness. Things happen. It's totally normal. Do not stay there. Utilize these tools and others to create a beautiful life. And as I say, dance your way through life. So thank you so much for supporting this show. I really appreciate you. And I am happy to contribute to your life and to share these things that are very meaningful to me with you. So if you've appreciated this show, if you like it, if you include it in a regular basis in your life, let me know. And I'm glad to hear from people regarding feedback, anything that you think about the show. If you want to support the show, uh, I have a Patreon account there and, and PayPal and all that stuff. I donate 20% of what I get from this show to charity. I have a bunch of community stuff I'm involved in, so you can check that out. Thank you again, and tune in Friday for some more Create a Life You Love and Transformation interviews. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to doing more of these kinds of episodes in the future and sharing with you what I learn on my own path towards living a life I love and transformation. So thank you so much. We'll see you in a few days. You're listening to the 7 Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7 